0: Squizzers are news people. So when Facebook announced last week that in Australia there'll be no news on the platform, we got quite a few people asking us to please explain. So in this episode of Squizz Shortcuts, we step through the events leading up to Facebook's decision to block news content for Aussie users, how it ties in with the push by our government to protect Australian news media outlets, and with that legislation in the Senate as we speak, where this is all heading. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. To start with Claire, let's set the digital scene and have a look at Facebook in Australia. We know Facebook is worth a lot of money. US $800 billion to be exact. It's the world's biggest social media platform with
1: more than 2.6 billion monthly active users. On average, more than 11 million Aussies use Facebook every day and about 17 million across a month. And when you think about what's shared on Facebook, it's easy to see that it's a company that knows a lot about most Australians. Mm. Most people use the platform to stay in contact with family and friends, but more than a third of Aussies use the platform to keep up with news. Google's no small fry either? Uh, No, it's (laughs) a huge company. But for the purposes of this exercise, we're talking about its internet search engine. About 19 million Aussies get online and Google. Uh, That means that it has about a 94% market share of online search here in Australia.
0: Digital platforms like Google and Facebook have undoubtedly shaken up how news outlets produce and disseminate the news. It's no secret that newspaper publishers have been bleeding print advertising dollars since the arrival of the internet.
1: Yeah, so between 2002 and 18 alone, uh, newspaper revenues fell $1.4 billion. And with most of that decline coming from the loss of classified ads, those small ads that are placed in newspapers, it's happening, of course, at a time when online platforms like Google and Facebook flourish on the back of digital advertising.
0: And it's this discrepancy between how much news publishers make and tech giants make that's caused our government to undertake a review and pursue legislation to make Facebook and Google pay for the Aussie news content they host on their platforms, Claire.
1: Yeah, so from the government's perspective, news organisations are important institutions in our democracy, Uh, but the rise in online has seen that hemorrhaging of ad dollars, uh, while on the other side, the tech companies are seeing us jump onto their platforms to find news and they make big bucks from the content that's featured there, uh, as well as selling digital ads
0: that we see while we're online. The government, via Josh Frydenberg, our treasurer who's in charge of all of this, says that it's important that public interest journalism is able to flourish in this country. For their part, the tech giants argue that publishers benefit from the click-throughs from their site and that government regulation could destroy the principles of free and open internet. It's that debate that's played out dramatically in the last couple of weeks. Let's get into the details of that now. Take us right back to where this all began, Claire, because it's not a new thing that news media companies have been worried about Google and Facebook eating up their ad revenue for a long time now.
1: Yeah, that's right. But it wasn't until April 2020 that the ACCC, which is the competition regulator, was asked by Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg to develop a voluntary code of conduct that would cover the commercial dealings between the tech giants and the media outlets. But the ACCC said that reaching a voluntary agreement would be unlikely. Likely, And that's what prompted the government to look at a mandatory code.
0: Right. And this is the mandatory media bargaining code that we're now talking about. It's legislation that sets out how the tech companies would be forced to pay for Aussie produced news content featured on those platforms. And because it's legislation, it means that it will be enshrined in law. That's right, and Google and Facebook don't like much of any of
1: that. Google said that it could pull its search engine from Australia. It has since watered down those very strong words. Uh, Facebook threatened to pull Aussie news content from its news feed for Aussie users, which it did in mid-February, just as the legislation cleared the House of Representatives.
0: Important in all of this is that it's world-first legislation, and whilst Australia is a small market, the tech companies don't want other governments around the globe getting any ideas, Claire? After all, we aren't the only country with news publishers who are struggling for advertising revenue. And what happened was
1: Australia woke up and logged in on the 18th of February and they found no news content in their Facebook feeds. Uh, The media outlets also found that their Facebook pages had been wiped.
0: Here at The Squeeze, we managed to avoid the purge somehow. (laughs) It was all quite something. Let's have a look now at the fallout. If we didn't know it before, we really know it now. Facebook clearly doesn't like the mandatory media bargaining code, but the company had been trying to do commercial deals with some big media outlets before it took them offline.
1: Yeah, so Facebook had been in talks with publishers, but negotiations came to a halt due to concerns about the penalties that could see Facebook find up to 10% of revenue for non-compliance with that mandatory code. And with the Morrison government and Labor locking in to pass that code through Parliament, Facebook decided to make good on its threat to stop Aussies from seeing news on the platform and publishers from posting that content.
0: Users outside Australia were also stopped from viewing and sharing Australian news. Aussie users were also blocked from sharing international news. As I said, it was all quite something. For Facebook's part, they said that the proposed code fundamentally misunderstands, that's the words they used, the relationship between the platform and the publishers. But the block by Facebook didn't just capture news outlets, Claire. Bit of an algorithm issue here. Exactly. No, the
1: pages are some state government departments, support services, weather forecasters public health organisations were captured. The latter specifically received a fair bit of attention because we're in the middle of a pandemic Mm. and people need access to really accurate information about health. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said that Facebook's moves were, and this is a quote, as arrogant as they were disappointing. He also added that the government wouldn't pull back on the legislation.
0: An apology for pulling down those sites quickly came through from Facebook, and it really was just the news publishers, so the likes of News Corp 9, the ABC, SBS, The Guardian, that were then made unavailable. Facebook, when they did this, said it wasn't a huge issue for its users, Claire, as news content makes up only 4% of sharing on the platform. Certainly wasn't how officials saw it. No, and the line that resonated from the Morrison government was that
1: it was a terrible signal for Facebook to send, that news content from very... and trusted sources had no place on its platform. Mm. And this is particularly topical at the moment because the big companies are trying to battle misinformation, including on the coronavirus.
0: So in response to this, the federal government pulled all of its paid advertising campaigns for the COVID-19 vaccine from Facebook. Health Minister Greg Hunt said the budgeted funds for Facebook ads would be reallocated. All of this happened in a flurry, Claire, and it meant that our Treasurer, who is managing the code, as I said, and Mark Zuckerberg, have become quite well acquainted. And now they've come to an agreement of sorts. A breakthrough. A sort of a breakthrough. (laughs) The Aussie news media will
1: be back on the social media platform with the government agreeing to make amendments to the proposed media bargaining law. And those amendments are? So first, the government won't apply the code if the tech company can demonstrate that it's signed deals with media outlets to pay them for content. And second, the tech companies will have a bit more time to do deals with the news providers directly before the government gets involved.
0: So the general gist is that the tech companies really want to do deals without the threat of government regulation directing them in how to do it. And given this legislation is really about to go through the parliament, it's given Google and Facebook a bit of a hurry along to do those deals themselves. Yeah, it's
1: funny that, isn't it? Uh, Google has agreed to multi-million dollar deals with Australian publishers, including more than $30 million in an annual pay to Nine Entertainment for the next five years. They've also done deals with Seven West, News Corp and also The Guardian. And Facebook, where is Facebook at? So it did its first deal with an Aussie media outlet. When it comes to this sort of thing, that was announced after it confirmed the deal had been done with the government on changing the legislation. That was with Seven West Media, and negotiations are said to be underway with News Corp
0: and with Nine
1: Entertainment.
0: It's not all over yet. As we record this podcast, the legislation is set to be passed to the parliament. We've been around too long to know that you never take that for granted, though, Claire. <laughs> after a- (laughs) tumultuous couple of weeks. It does look like, though, Australia will have the world's first code in place that will make Facebook and Google pay for news. And a lot of eyes on us from other world leaders and regulators who face similar worries about ensuring quality journalism is maintained in their countries. I feel like we'll definitely be hearing more about this one, Claire. Mm -hmm. That's your shortcut to why Facebook removed the news. On to our recommendations. (music) Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening or watching. Mine's got to be a link to Paul Fletcher's disgrace over the loss of the North Shore Mums Facebook page being purged from Facebook. Poor guy. He got really worked up about that, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Poor North Shore <laughs> Mums. They're back, though. Don't worry. They're back. Uh, for mine, it's a link to our Facebook page. Just... Come along and give us a like. And if you want to have a laugh, the Batuta Advocate has really taken this head on. Oh, yeah. They push the boundaries, but it'll definitely give you a giggle. Well, it is Australia's oldest news provider, so... Of course. <laughs> it's satire for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening in. If you like what you've heard, please tell people about our shortcuts. If your mates aren't podcast people, no problem. Squeeze Shortcuts is now also a weekly email. You can sign up on our website, squeeze.com.au. And finally, if you have a second and you like our shortcuts... Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week.